This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by IBEW Local 98 North, UFCW 1776, and Sheet Metal Workers Local 19. edition of The Labor Show, presenting The Labor List, Philly's finest foods. And we're back here live for hour number two here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD as we come to you live on a Saturday night. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in as uh, we bring you Philly's foodie lineup uh, here on a Saturday night. John, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here, buddy. I'm All right, here good stuff. Too. Yeah, good, uh, great opening hour, my friend. Um, we're going to transition and get started with uh, hour number two. But before we do that, let me give you a couple of minutes just to recap that first hour. Really, really good stuff and some surprising suggestions in there. Yeah, it's funny how, you know, everybody's local. And uh, when, you, when you get the pet, you know, you grow up Roman Catholic, Fairmount. You know, of course, his places are going to be... You know, his favorite there. You, you go off, we knew Jimmy Stevenson was going to come out with something in Northeast. That's why what makes the Philadelphia building trade so good. We represent the whole city. I mean, and, and we got some good leadership here. And, I mean, besides putting, uh, putting a lot of people to work, we patronize all these places, these neighborhoods. And I always say we're part of the economy, we're part of the fabric. Nice proof. All them little mom and pop stores. We, our guys have been going to them every night. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for their sandwiches, their pizzas, their milkshakes, their ice cream, on and on and on. So I'm looking forward to the next part. Let's, let's yeah. get the second part rolling. Yeah, really good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Phil, if you're, if you're hearing me back in the studio, I've got heavy, heavy uh, congestion coming through my headsets. I don't know uh, if you can fix that, but uh, I'd love for you to give it a shot. Uh, hour number two kicks off. Sam Pond is still with us. Kevin Boyle is going to join us. Mike Farah is going to join us. We're going to deal with the category of best wings, J-Doc. And when we started the show back at the 6 o'clock hour and we started to set the table, I had mentioned to you, um, does Philadelphia have a place where they have the best wings? And you said they definitely do. I mean, there's so many, there's so many options. Um, but I'm a little partial to Northwest Philly. Phil, uh, you're talking East Falls, Roxburgh. Uh, let me bring in my good friend, business manager of Ironworkers Local 401, Kevin Boyle, into the broadcast. He happens to be an expert in that particular area. Kevin, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, and I appreciate the uh, call again, Joe. I love being on the show. Well, you know, I'll tell you, yesterday when I called you and I said, hey, Johnny Doc wants you to bring in, um, you talk about the best wings. Um, you, you know, it, 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 the, the joke was you must have a, a, you know, like you're an expert on wings. You must have a, a, a face for wings. Um <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it, brother. Talk about the best wings um, in your neck of the woods. Okay, so, well, I got two places. Actually, I got three, but my the, I'm real biased on the one. My son-in-law now, who uh, came to me, he is a big cook for the fire department. He just got hired not too long ago. Now he's a cook down in uh, South Philly. So, But he's the best cook uh, whenever he cooks. I'm all over whatever he's serving. 
But my awesome. two biggest things is for the chicken wings and the wings and everything is right up the street from me. I live in Rockford. It's at uh, Rockford and Lawson. It's called the Hilltown Tavern. Their wings are really good. They are unbelievable. It's the sauce that makes it. And um, he does, and it's called the Hilltown Wings. And um, anytime you guys want to come by, he has a little outside seating, inside seating. Uh, the guy is, the, the wings there are unbelievable. And the beers are cold, you know, as you know, because you've been there quite a few times. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, we closed that place a couple times, didn't we? <laughs> it, 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 it definitely is. That's a, that's a great choice. And who's your other choice, Kev? I know My there's other another one. This is uh, right around the corner from me, CJ and X. Where there, it's another local establishment right on the corner of Surge Lane and Peachin Street. And as you know, I lived on Surge Lane all my life. I used to roll down the hill there, uh, eating and drinking <laughs> there all day long. And, uh, you know, they're two great establishments, and uh, and that's who I patron is all the time. I come home, my wife is saying, hey, let's go, let's go up the street and have a beer and get some wings and sandwiches uh, or right around the corner. And it's a, it's a great thing when you don't have to drive and you can just walk 100 feet or 200 yards to get what you need. So that's another thing that's great about the city is uh, all these local neighborhoods and everything is, you know, we don't have to drive too many places to get to them. So, you know. Absolutely. Well, no question. John, uh, you know, you want to you weigh in on that, my brother? Yeah, I, I'm not in love with Wayne, so it's not something I usually go out looking for. But, uh, you know, everybody has a corner bar. Everybody has a place, you know, where they enjoy. We had, we had a place called McDaniels down in Second Street. You know, they always had good wings. Uh, but it sounds crazy, and you're going to laugh at this. You know, I, maybe I, I go from Mr. Salty to Hooters <laughs> at the same hour. But I actually <laughs> always like the wings from Hooters. I tell people, people say, oh, you go there. They're for excellent. Girl. No, no, we don't, go, we don't go there. I like that breaded wing. I like the one that's you know, a little drier, and I always liked them, and uh, when they used to be the place down on Bell Avenue, we used to order them up to the Union Hall all the time, you know, and uh, they used to send that up and the pork and beans, so, I mean, it sounds crazy, but it's old school, but that's what we like, you know. Mike Farrah, uh, it's, it's been a while, my friend. Welcome to the broadcast. Hello. How you guys doing? What, what do we got, Sam Pond in the house? What, Sam? Yeah, we got Sam here too. I think we got Sam. Yeah. Sam's Sam's in oh, the house. How you, how you doing, Sam? Johnny, how you doing? You know, Michael, this is I really ironic. Let me eat her of all time. That's what I mean. I'm in the Hall of Fame now. Listen, <laughs> I, I was matter of fact, if I went to college, I was going to do my thesis on wings. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you a little little anecdote before I get into it. I'm riding out to Harrisburg, and we had a union meeting. And we're on the turnpike, and we're, we're near, I forgot what exit it was, one of them Lancaster exits. And I seen, we seen a concrete truck down there pouring concrete. I said, who's that one? Who that is that guy? And we were a little early. I told my buddy, Anthony, I said, pull off. Let's go see who it is. So we pull off, we go in. It ends up being our guys. They're working for one of our contractors. They're pouring out a giant slab for a poultry farm. And now the poultry farm was in operation. They had a, two other giant buildings all up, I guess the giant chicken coops. And they were full of, ch- full of chickens. So, you know, I'm talking to the guy. The guy says, I said, what, how's that working? He goes, come on inside. I walked inside. Now, not that I'm a big chicken wing eater, but when I walked inside, 
it got quiet. The chickens just shut up, bro. They knew I was in the house. <laughs> they all stuck. I heard, I heard a couple of them. Is that him? Is that him? Is that him? You know, so I don't know. But uh, chicken wings, you know, everybody has their, their neighborhood place. You know, I'm, I'm going to be a South Philly guy, so I'm going to give you South Philly places. But there is a place that not in South Philly that there are two places I'm going to say they're not in South Philly, first of all. One is at, at uh, Richmond and, and Westmoreland, Burns and Tavern. Their oh, yeah. wings are out of this world. Out of the out world. Out of this world. And the reason, I, the, the, and it was funny, another story, I was, after I retired from the union, I'm working for Joe Hand. I'm, I'm working, I'm running his gym. And we had a fighter, a young kid. And matter of fact, he was a local 98 member. Scott Kelleher, his name was John. I know you know him. Anyway, he, every time he, he ended up, you know, I don't think he's fighting anymore, but he, uh, he went like nine and one, you know, I think mean, he gave it up. He's got a, he's to get a family now. But every time he would win a fight, that Monday, he would come in the gym with like two giant, three giant orders of, of Burns' wings. And boy, they were really good. You know, we used to eat them over there at the gym. And there's another place in Summers Point, if you're ever out, called Charlie's. I don't know the address, but they're, they're great wings also. But let's get to South Philly and my favorite wings. Let's do it. I got three spots. Three spots that I order wings from. One is a place, my, my number one, well, they're, they're, they're all the same. It's right up the street from my house. It's a place called Barrels. I mean, they're noted for their Italian food. It's a take Italian takeout place. They uh, they got great wings. I mean, they're good. Their boneless wings are tremendous. Then there's another place that's down in my neighborhood and down in Johnny's neighborhood. It's got two stores called Uncle Oogie's. They make a great wing. But the best ones are at the little shopping center on 5th and Oregon Avenue called Mr. Wings. He's been there nice. for years. He makes a great wing, a great wing. And his hot sauce is called nuclear. And let me tell you something, it, it'll blow your mouth out. It's really good. <laughs> a, a, a lot of these guys, they say, well, you want them hotter mouth? And I, I'm a hot guy. Yeah, give me them hot. And they're, they're like little tiny. They got you want hot, mild, or nuclear. Well, you know, when you take the nuclear, it's, it's really good burn. Uh, Johnny Doc, you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, I'll tell you. Michael, I I was going to listen for the next 25 minutes. Me too, brother. Me too. Yeah, man. Where Michael ain't wings at, you know? But, uh, yeah, again. You're dealing with an an expert here, John. Go ahead. (laughs) Hey, look, Mike, you know when Mr. Wings landed, okay? People, it was just a simple little, you know, mall type plate. And then that plate is mocked. You know, and you can't even eat it. I mean, there's no place to eat. In, there's no place to eat yeah. there. It's all takeout. I got a funny story. You, you guys like boneless wings too, right? Of course. I, I, but the boneless wings I get from Barrels, and I also get from Uncle Wu's. That's the only two places. They're right like home breaded. They're little strips of chicken. Well, I, I, I was eating them at Barrels. This leads to something else. I was eating them at Barrels every night, and then one night I said they have good soup, so they had tomato bisque, which I love. So I said, I said to the girl, I said, let me tell you something. Give me the the boneless wings with no sauce. Just give me them dry. And I got some soup. And I went home and I put all the wings in a in a in a in a bowl. And I poured the, the tomato bisque on top of them. Put some macaroni cheese on there. Well, they were ah, I was out of this world. So I, I kept on ordering that all the time. You know, whenever they had the soup. So then I decided, well, I wonder this how this would taste in a sandwich. So I start making it in a sandwich. And I I tell the girl, I just put. Boneless wings in the sandwich and put that, they put like a Rosetta sauce. 
because they didn't have the soup. I would use the soup, but, but they don't put the soup on the sandwich, and they don't have that soup every night. So I said, put the Rosetta sauce on there and throw some macaroni cheese. What a great sandwich. I eat, I eat wraps. I don't eat sandwiches. <laughs> well, I'll tell you so, what, Mike. Hey, that, <laughs> no, go ahead. Finish up, brother. So then she said, why don't you try multi mozzarella? So we started expanded on this thing. So then one day I go in there. This is a couple months later, and she, she said, you see our new menu? Oh. I said, no. She goes, look at, the, look at the new menu. I open the menu up, and on the sandwich lifts, there's the Ferro Rosetta. Uh, that's what I was going to say. That's yeah. cr- and, and, and they still got I'll it, Mike? What. Yeah, they still got it, and I'll tell you what. It's, 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 it's a lie when you say you got to eat a 1,000 sandwiches to get one named after you. I didn't eat a 1,000 sandwiches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great stuff from Mike. For, I might uh, be up- I might be up in the 800s, but I, I didn't get the 1,000 yet. Uh, let me get Kevin Boyle back in here. Kevin, we got uh, 90 Yo, seconds before, doing, we, we, before we close the category out. Kevin, you still with us, brother? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. It's are you con- yeah, Kevin, are you conceding to Mike uh, tonight with his choices? Man, did he roll them out going, tonight, brother? Is there a Boyle hey, sandwich? Is there a Boyle hey, sandwich? Hey, listen, uh, no, we, I'm the only guy know, in the building trade that has a sandwich. Yeah, we all know that ain't, ain't too many of us miss sandwiches throughout any neighborhood. So, um, no, I don't concede anything. You know that. That's my, <laughs> you know, I don't get anybody. You know that, Joe. Yeah, right, and I'll tell you, Mike Ferry. Mike Ferry is one of the legendary labor leaders. Cement Masons. Um, you know, we sure miss you, Mike. It's it's uh, it's awesome to have you on the program. And by the way, Johnny Doc, that's a new trivia question. What business, longtime legendary business manager in the Philadelphia building trades, has a sandwich named after him? I, that as soon as you started talking about that, I said that is the Mike Ferry sandwich. All right, good stuff right. there. And also, hey, what. You, the, you, <laughs> Go ahead. You can ask Sam Pond about how we used to eat. Hey, Sam, ask him, tell him what I ordered for, for dessert that time at the salon. <laughs> Sam's yeah, 30 Sam. seconds, Sam, if you're there, brother. Uh, it's all right. Go ahead. Uh, all right, good man. stuff. Mike Farah, thank you. Kevin Boyle, my money's on you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, Anytime you need somebody, give me a call, all right? All right, good stuff from Kevin Boyle and Mike Farah. Best Wings category, J-Doc. We roll along here uh, on a Saturday night. uh, The John Doherty Hour, the Philly Foodie Lineup. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by IBEW Local 98 North, UFCW 1776, and Sheet Metal Workers Local 19. Now back to a special edition of The Labor Show, presenting The Labor List, Philly's finest foods. John Doherty, our two-hour special tonight. Having a lot of fun here on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, John Doherty will transition in just a moment into uh, our final category tonight. But we did, let me uh, alert you to, we did... uh, uh, effort and connect with Ryan Boyer. Uh, so we'll bring Ryan in at the bottom of the hour around 35. Uh, so we'll get him at least into the conversation. We missed Ryan back at 615. Uh, so we'll do that. Best ice cream pastry is our final category, John Doherty. Uh, you've got two great um, two great guys uh, who are going to uh, weigh in 
uh, on this category. Uh, Don Siegel, retired IBEW official. Wayne Miller, of course, uh, from the Sprinkler Fitters, who I believe is down at the uh, down at the bank tonight. Uh, Doc, go ahead, brother. Yeah, you got Don Siegel, and Don's a, uh, a dear friend, and it's good to have him in uh, on a call in Philly. But I'm wondering what – Donnie can't be telling us his favorite places in Pittsburgh. He's got to tell us his favorite places he ate when he was in Philly. And he spent an awful lot of time in Philly because most of the time I was with him. And I have to tell you, we did a lot of good business, but we always stopped someplace to get you know, something to eat. And I know Donnie was a vegan, and uh, and but I, I do know that uh, – He's been around long enough to probably have a couple of secret hiding locations where he snuck an ice cream sandwich or something in, so it'll be good. And, of course, you got, uh, you know, getting Ryan back on the phone will be interesting to see where. Uh, and who else do we have with us? Uh, Wayne Miller. Wayne Miller's checking in oh, in this course, category. Wayne. He's going to weigh in as well. A little bit of background noise. Wayne down at the game tonight. Uh, so we'll get a game. Yeah. We'll, get a, uh, we'll, get, we'll bring him in as well, uh, John. Uh, Don, uh, I don't know if you heard that introduction. Uh, from yeah, John, uh, pick it up, my friend. You can roll from there. Yeah, I did, and I got to tell you, John knows me well. That uh, if I'd have had the diet of your previous callers, I'd have to be checking into an emergency room at Jefferson <laughs> somewhere in Philadelphia. But uh, whenever I'm in Philadelphia, I'm always looking for gluten-free cupcakes. There used to be a, a uh, gluten-free bakery. Uh, on 12th to 13th Street, South 12th to 13th Street. I haven't been there in a few years, but uh, they had this great oh, buttercream icing that I loved. And uh, even every once in a while, I'll just go for a cupcake with buttercream icing, even if it isn't gluten-free. I'll just lick the icing off the top of it. But uh, the other place, the the favorite dessert that I've ever had in in Philly, at, was at a Stephen Starr restaurant, actually. He had a Cuban restaurant on Walnut Street. I don't know if it's still there, but they had flan. And uh, if any of you know what flan is, it's like a very caramelized, or not caramelized, but it's the sugar is crystallized on top of it, and then it's made with eggs and cream, and it's just absolutely out of this world. Uh, so I'd always try to stop there when I could, but almost all the restaurants in Philadelphia have great uh, uh, desserts. Now, if I'm in the mood for ice cream, John, I'm going to go to uh, South on Market Street to that old-time fountain down there because they have dairy-free ice cream, but uh, chocolate mint chip and uh, uh, peanut butter ice cream is my favorite. And uh, you know, I'd always try to stop there whenever I was down at Penn's Landing or in that area, and I had some free time. But I've had plenty of places in Philadelphia. It's hard to choose my favorite dessert because, really, all it requires is sugar, that- some kind of tr- cream, and maybe some Good. egg. Good. And I'm happy as a clam. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Go ahead, John. I'm starting to get nervous, Joe. I'm starting to get nervous. I thought that every time he was in Philly, I was with him. I wasn't with him any of them visits. Yeah, I'll tell you what, John. After after that layout of that, that those desserts, I don't think I'm going to make it to the end of the show. We better, like, we, it's your cousin. Give him a hug. Give him a hug. So, 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 Wayne. So, Wayne, talk to us about your favorite desserts, my friend. I know you got a lot of history here in town, and you got some secrets. Talk to us. 
Okay, so we lost Wayne. He was down at He's the at game. The uh, He's right. at the ballpark having a good time. Hey, Joe, can uh, you hear me now? Yeah, now we have you, Wayne. You're back in and clear, man. I almost clipped you, so thanks uh, Thanks for All jumping right. in, brother. Go ahead, man. Jump in, man. Favorite ice cream okay. or pastry? Uh, you want to know ahead. about the favorite ice cream and the favorite dessert in the city of Philadelphia? Yes, sir. Yes. I have to do next first, Joe. Okay, you have Briar's ice cream. And then with Briar's ice cream, you can't eat Briar's ice cream without the stock pound cake. Stock yeah. pound cake's been around for about 100 years. It's the best dessert in the city, bar none. You what know, do you think about a, that, Joe? Yeah, no, you got – let me tell you something. That does take it over the top. Stocks is, is ridiculous. And Briar's ice cream. And, you're, you, you know, you can do it yourself on, 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 with that. And let me tell you something. That, 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 that there, that's one of those things where you're going to be working it off for, for another week. But it doesn't get any better than stocks and briars, man. No question. Wayne, talk about your, you know, your, your, your favorite spots, um, you know, to get, to get dessert and, and, and to get ice cream. Uh, you know, uh, talk about it. The thing is, the fake let me just give you a little story. When I was a kid in Philadelphia, you know, people liked ice cream. And my mother would send me to the store on a cold winter night with our own bowl, and we would go to the store in the neighborhood and get scoops of ice cream, maybe 10 or 15 scoops, and bring them home in the winter. And my favorite uh, t- uh, dessert was I used to eat them on the way home. They were fabulous. That's <laughs> something that I had. And, and you would take your own bowl. That's what you did in Philly. I That's love real that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That's that's what we did. And there's a lot of good desserts in Philly, you know, uh, from getting uh, cannolis at the Italian market at Termini's. I, I, I like Isgro's. Isgro's, when I go for Christmas stuff, I go to Isgro's. I, they're really good. And Termini's, too. Uh, but they're just some real traditional things in, in the city of Philadelphia that it ain't Christmas unless you go to these places. It ain't Christmas unless you stand out in line. It's not Christmas unless you're you're standing in line and they bring you a cup of Anazette. That's that's desserts in Philly. The same thing at Termini's. You go in, they have the the, the accordions playing. That's that's what it's real all about uh, in the city of Philadelphia. And as my good friend Doc says, you don't ever have to worry about going back if you never leave, right? So that's right. Doctor, I'm going to die in Philly, you know. And one other thing, Doc, I have my grandson with me. You know, I'm down at the Phillies game, and my grandson Mac. He likes uh, his favorite ice cream. Is come on, Max. Tell, tell him what it is. My favorite ice cream is mint chocolate chip. And what did Noni Woo! say to say to Doc? Noni said to say hi. <laughs> Doc, <laughs> I there you go, Doc. <laughs> That's, uh, I'll tell you. Shout out to Max. Great family. Great, great family. Absolutely. You know, and people, again, people don't know. You know, Wayne. When, when we were talking about dessert and Wayne. I could have guessed. I would have thought that Wayne's favorite dessert was vanilla ice cream and a bowl or in a Philly, uh-huh. you know, down at that. Because Wayne's so simple. But I will tell you this much. You know, him with Stock's Pound Cake doesn't surprise me. You know, he's old school. He loves all the old places in Philly. He's been fabulous for the Philadelphia building trades. He talked about his grandson, his, his daughter, people, why we always got a sports spin to it. His daughter was a great basketball player. I mean, not a good one, a great. I mean, she she could move the ball as good as any uh, guy I've ever seen play, and she she passed well. I went to see her a few times. Really, really good player. Wayne's just a good person and a good friend of ours and a good friend of this show, and he's doing a fabulous job in the city right now. 
Yeah, no doubt, of, no, no doubt about that. Wayne Miller, great stuff tonight, man. I know you uh, checking in from down at the stadium, brother. Uh, I'll let you go Can on I this. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Real quick, Wayne mentioned Terminis. They got a great lemon cake. It only comes out in the oh. summer. Wayne mentioned oh. it's a great lemon cake. He mentioned mm-hmm. Isgros. They got a cookie, the Rocky Road cookie. It's the best cookie in the city. Okay, uh-huh. I always yep. got to do home court advantage. You got to go to Hire's Bakery across from Our Lady of Mount Carmel at Third and Wolf. Uh-huh. They got crawlers that are unbelievable. Uh-huh. Okay, and I and you talk about two aroundabouts. You know, like Jersey, my good friend Brian Barrows, he treats us at the hall at least once a week to McMullen's Cream Donuts. They're tremendous. And since we, we have our relationship and one of our bigger sponsors is Local 98 North, you know, you heard my, my good buddy Zach G, you know, one of the commercials. There's Collegeville Bakery right on the plate, right at where Local 98 North is at. You talk about a place that's got a great sandwich, a great, a great bakery, everything. So if you're ever up there, you got to stop up at the Collegeville Bakery. Yeah, good stuff. And, and Joe, I, I, if I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention there's Doc talks about cream donuts. Homesburg, Homesburg Bakery has great cream donuts in the city. The city and in, and in Jersey and, and, and the counties have great desserts around here. And there's, there's some of the places that we frequent, Doc, myself, and everybody else. All right, good stuff from Wayne Miller and Don Siegel. Best ice cream, best pastry in the city. Woo. We'll take a commercial break. Back in a moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, and Steam Fitters Local 420. You're listening to a special edition of The Labor Show, The Labor List, Philly's Finest Foods. Once again, here's John Doherty, Jay Doc, and Joe Krause. A lot of fun here on a Saturday night, Jay Doc, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, 26 minutes until we get uh, till the top of the hour. One more guest to join, uh, and we'll bring Ryan Boyer in in just a moment. Uh, John, uh, there's only one man in the city that can make uh, that can make this request happen. I would like to uh, have all of the uh, food that was talked about or suggested on the show so far. Uh, perhaps delivered to that beautiful new training center down on Broad Street. Oh, yeah. And when we do it, when we do that uh, two-hour special in September, perhaps all of labor's best food uh, can be on display. I got to tell you, man, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, learned a lot, and it was just really, really good conversation. Yeah, you got you get Ryan ready to come on. It'd be interesting to hear. You know, we have a lot of other labor leaders we, we didn't get to tonight. You know, we're either out of town or on business. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, Gary Messina, we just heard during, you know, his commercial, and Joe Ashdale, and, and Dennis Pagliotti. They represent three different parts of the city. It would be interesting to hear who they, you know, like. we got a lot of good guys, and uh, Brandon McLaughlin, and, uh, I mean, from Colony. So, yeah, you know what? We, we need more time. We can, we can also have some fun. You know, we can start be site specific a little bit too. You know, we we haven't talked about like movies that you wouldn't expect a labor leader to like. You know, where you know Philadelphia Magazine tells you where to buy best Argyle socks. We should be telling people where we a majority of us buy our work boots. You know, things like that. And I think we I think you're right. We we go up on North Broad Street. We load up with the best of Philly food, 
and then we have a knocked out show and maybe you know bring a ton of people on live and have a, have a good time. Yeah, it'll be really, really good stuff. And with that, J Doc, let's bring Ryan Boyer uh, into the live show here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHD. Uh, Ryan, appreciate you jumping on, my friend. We tried to we tried to ke- connect with you uh, way back in the six o'clock hour when when this all started. Uh, our Philly foodie special tonight, uh, but we we're so glad you were able to get on uh, to help us kind of finish it up, my friend. Appreciate it. I'm really sorry. I was at uh, Troy Singleton's. Uh, he was having a fundraiser in the backyard. But as usual, good evening. You guys always have great ideas. Johnny Doc, Jay Doc, and Krause. That's done. We could do that two-hour special. I, I can eat cheesesteaks, hoagies, and all those <laughs> things all day long, right? So, listen, we, this is the best of Philly special, and, and I love it. And, John, and we can have, like, the best work boots, the gloves, yeah, not the Argyle socks meta <laughs> yeah. uh, magazine, but it, it takes John Dockery, our leader. When I tell you his mind is so sharp, he thinks of everything. Like we're going to have a Christmas in July. I, I think it's a great idea. Everyone missed Christmas. The building trades being what we are. And, and our leader is par excellence. He's, He's the best leader we have in this region, and I'm and I'm so proud to be able to nominate and vote for him. And, and I want to vote for some cheesesteak place in the neighborhoods. I, I don't know if you heard of uh, Max's cheesesteaks on Broadnary, Kevin Hart's favorite spot. I, I haven't had any, but I, I I've had that stuff there. That's good stuff. It's good <laughs> stuff, and, and also. Being a Roxborough kid, I can't say cheese sticks without saying Delisandro's. Like, we cut lunch, got in the car. My friend Warren Johns had a, a VW Rabbit, and we would fit like six people in there to go to Delisandro's for lunch. So that's always going to be a favorite of mine. And uh, and I got a new one within the last five years, Sonny's on Market Street. My wife loves it. It's, it's I like Sonny's. I do like Sonny's. Yeah, well I, done. I, a, a girl by the name of Nina uh, Moore, she's a school teacher, but she has a, a bus called the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Experience, and she put me down with Sonny's because it was the tops on her tour. She has a bus, and she's uh, connected with the convention center, and while she's a school teacher, she's nothing like the school teachers that we had, John. She's about six foot one. A beautiful girl, and she she has a, a, a the Philly cheesesteak tour, and she works with the convention center, and and when I tell you these cheesesteaks, I, I had Sunnies from her, and, and I was hooked on Sunnies, and I got on that as an adult. Max's and and Delisandro's are from childhood. I remember them forever, but uh, Sunnies is probably the last three years, and they're fantastic, and they're like second in market. Yeah, Ryan, I got a funny. No, go ahead, if you don't John. mind, I got a funny, funny story. Uh, you know, you, everybody knows my right hand guy, Nico Rodriguez. And by the way, Nico did one of them uh, triathlete uh, things. He swam ten miles, rat rode a bike ten yeah, he's, miles. He's in fantastic uh, shape. Uh, yeah, listen, he he did it in, in, in a hour and thirty two minutes today. So he did he did that. I called him. I said, uh, "How how you feel?" And he said, "It was it, I was challenged. I laughed. Challenged. I'd be dead." 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. You talk about Sonny's. The, the, the last two babies, I stopped in to see with a bag of sunny steaks. And his wife's due with his third baby, and he timed out. And I was just telling him, I said, oh, man, you know, I got to get you some sunny steaks. I completely drew a blank. That's how many good places we talked about. Sonny's has a great steak, a great burger, and Max's is good. I'm telling you, real good. Now, Ryan don't eat that anymore. Ryan's stumped about 70 pounds. He's yeah. weight in weight. I know. Ryan probably has a lettuce burger someplace he's chewing on because you don't lose that. You can't, You don't stop at Sonny's cheesesteaks all the time. There's no way, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan right. And dump 70 pounds. John, we eat them once a month. Ryan, once a month. John, John yes. that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, if anybody see Ryan Boyer, he looks right off the cover of a magazine right now. Yeah, I, you, Ryan Boyer's not eating a lettuce burger, is he? <laughs> Absolutely. You do? Okay. Scramble burger with no bun. But my wife and I, we'll have a steak once a month. And it's usually the D'Alessandro's or or, or Sonny's because we're a little afraid to go to Broadnery sometimes. (laughs) Well, well, I'll tell you what. um, Whatever you're doing, whatever you're eating, I want to eat because it's damn working. That's for sure. Uh, Rod, talk about. You know, you, we, you know, we're doing that two-hour special. Listen, Sam here's, State what, here, Junior here's, here's what I would, here's what I here. It, it, this, I'm just throwing a date out there. Okay. If this isn't the date that works, that's fine. We'll definitely get it on. It will definitely. We'll talk to John and we'll get everything together. Um, Saturday night, September 11th, two-hour live show. Uh, would love to do it at the Sam State and Junior facility. Yes, on that Saturday night, um, as a, 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 a as a date that we can make work. I think it'll be fantastic. Is that done? Krause, Krause is done, and we will handle D'Alessandro, Sonny's, nice. and Max's. We will awesome. have them there, and and I'm sure my big brother John Doc will have some of those great hoagies from the places that they named earlier. Yeah, sounds good. And, I, I and, and what, this, this could be a lot of fun. That's going to be a lot of fun that night. And, John, we'll make a little bit. Uh, listen, we'll turn it into a little bit of an Eagles pep rally at the very end. Eagles whoa, kick whoa, off. Whoa. Of, Ryan's a Dallas Cowboys I know fan. it. Yes, I oh, know yeah. it. Eagles do kick off on the 12th down in Atlanta. So we'll have uh, some we, football but, fun that night but, as well. But we will, we will have an Eagles. Uh, listen, we're, we're all Philly all the time. We had the Secretary of Labor in, and we oh, had yeah. Primo's Hoagies. For the Secretary of Labor. Nothing fancy. We have Primo's Hogan's there. Well, it doesn't get any better than that, and that's what Philly's all about. That's the great thing about bringing the bringing the, uh, the, the president into Philly and the Secretary of Labor, Marty Walsh. It's a taste of Philly also, and there's nothing like it. Uh, right, listen, man, we can't wait. Till, uh, till September 11th to, to, to see the new facility and to broadcast from there. It is going to be an unbelievable show. No, we, we listen. We we are we are there, and and listen. We will do it. I think this show gives us an opportunity to give our voice, so people can know what we do on a holistic manner. People know that we change lives, but we're we're, we're regular people. We're Philadelphians. We coach little league. We do everything. There is no reason for no one to uh, to not deal with us. Hey, well Ryan, tell, tell everybody what time we were talking this morning and what were we talking about. 6.50, and we were talking about diversity and inclusion. 6.50 on a Saturday morning. I was talking to the president of Building Trades. He was talking to me. He had a conference call at 7.15, and we were talking about 
not only all the successes we're having, but all the work we have to do. But believe it or not, absolutely. You know, you'd be shocked that you know. I mean, we never stop. Seven o'clock on a Saturday morning, the two of us were in a pretty deep conversation. Okay. Eight now I can call you night, seven o'clock in the morning and twelve o'clock at night. He, he's always working. He's always thinking. And 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 I'm not saying this is just because he's on the phone. We have the best leader in the region. That's business, labor, or political. John Doherty pushes us to be better every day. And I'm so proud to, to, to just to be around him. I mean, he's a machine, period, point blank. Well, well done. Well stated, Ryan Boyer. I don't think you can. I don't nope. think you, I don't think you have to say another word uh, on that. Well, on the phone right now, this is why Philadelphia is the number one union region in America. The, John Doherty, Ryan Boyer, Pat Eiding across the board, Wayne Miller, the building trades. That's why we are number one, not only in food, but also in labor leadership. Yeah, a lot of fun tonight here on the uh, food special. Ryan Boyer, thank you so much, man, for jumping on. Uh, we will work thank out you. the details for uh, September 11th. It's a very meaningful day, obviously, and no, it will be a very... That's a, that's a meaningful day. Yep. And, and listen, we, we, and we, can, we can work in the country. And Absolutely. part of the country is the, the celebration of neighborhoods and our diversity. Is a tapestry that makes us the best country in the world because we come from from out of many one. E pluribus unum is 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 going to be on display that day. So I appreciate it and I look forward to it. Uh, good stuff from Ryan Boyer. We'll get to a commercial break here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. We'll finish it up on the other side. This is the John Doherty Hour. Back in a moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Ironworkers Local 401, Boilermakers Local 13, Plumbers Local 690, and IBEW Local 98. Choose a local 98 contractor. You're listening to a special presentation of The Labor Show. The Labor List. It's Philly's finest foods. And live here on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, John Doherty, you made it, my friend. We made it. What a great um, uh, a great show tonight. Uh, shout out to Frank Keel for uh, working yeah. hard. And also during the show, I do want to point out uh, that Frank Keel was uh, writing down every name that was referenced during the show. I started to do that, but quickly was not able to do it because I was engaged in the conversation. Uh, but really, really good Couldn't stuff. Do it great, Frank. Yeah, yeah, great job by Frank. And John, uh, we do have one segment to get into uh, some union news uh, or some union conversation if you're good to do that but it's your show man i'll let you take the lead and answer that question and then we'll move along yeah we we just had a monster week and when i say that i don't mean that like you know blowing up you know something just average in the last four weeks okay we've had four pieces of business led by the philadelphia building trades okay and 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 a couple of the, the legal opinions that happened, you know, led for and paid for by IBEW Local 98. Now, here they are, and I want our listeners to listen, because their labor leaders in Philadelphia have set the tone. This week, the NORB, okay, better known as Scabby the Rat, but it's the inflatable protest. The NORB basically said that it is a legitimate, okay, First Amendment right, a First Amendment 
form of expression so that the protest, the inflatable rap, okay, will stay around for years. And in honor of that decision, which is being praised all over the country, and there was one specific case that led to this, which was a case with Local 98, and our good friend Joe Cleary was our lawyer, okay, uh, led, the, led the argument. So now, in honor of that, we went out and ordered at least three, maybe four, 35-foot inflatable protest items. You know, there's a whole assortment out there, and we're going to use them. And the good news with that is that we're starting to really hear via social media and things like this radio show that when we do protest and they see that rat or they see something like that, people do not participate. They do not eat at. They do not, you know, do anything at the locations where these rats are at, which is really good. The solidarity is good. So that's point number one. Point number two is we had, as we mentioned last week, we had the governor sign the data tax code, you know, issue, which was a piece of legislation that when I tell you we worked hard for a long period of time, some people don't realize that I tried to put a data center down the Navy Yard a better part of 12 years ago. Before we did the development on East Market Street, we had IBW pension money looking to put a data center at the Navy Yard. Well, the bottom line was it just was so expensive because there was no, you know, uh, concessions in any capacity. Well, and then we realized that Virginia, since 2018, did $17 billion worth of data centers. That's billion would be. We already have at least four shovel-ready, two $2 billion pieces that are going to go. One's going to be in the Chester County area. And again, when ones they're talking in Allentown, but I was, if I was a better man, I would say the third one would be inside the Philadelphia area. But that two that we're talking about are still inside the Philadelphia building trades work area. So $2 billion worth of work. Okay. Keeps 1500 trades people work in six days a week for over two years. <laughs> That's okay? unbelievable. So unbelievable. They're, they're big, they're big pieces. Okay, we led the fight. We got it passed. The governor initially, okay, had some apprehension. He was one of our big supporters down the stretch. We had a veto number of uh, legislators and uh, House members support us. We had a great lobbying team. We had a great group of people. So uh, the inflatable protest, we win at the NLRB. The data bill, we win, okay, in, in the state uh, uh Political bodies, the legislature, the Senate, and the House both voted with us. The governor signed it. It's now law. We're going to see data centers popping up in, in neighborhoods all around us. Legislation wise, we've had two significant wins. What we did is we had, we had some colleges. You know, some colleges, it's not the people at the top. They're, they run colleges because they're trying to educate kids, but some of them are prominent. So there were some questions, you know, and one was their sinus. Okay. We felt that there was, you know, some question on how they were paying for some of, you know, not just abusing the prevailing wages. And, there, you know, as you heard, uh, you know, the underground economy was popping up everywhere. We had proof that the underground economy was alive and well inside our science college. So we went and we, we contested a couple of things. We contested the way that they raised money and the way they bonded. So they go out and raise private money, but then they would bond it through a system through the Commonwealth. So what they would use would be some apparatus to take them contributions and bond it. So we can test it. 
And then what happened is we got the State Wage and Standards Board, after years of discussion and years of uh, legal argument, said that, that if these universities use any of the state, you know, governmental, you know, uh, pieces, that these, these jobs that are built or renovated or maintained out of that money will have to pay uh, prevailing wages and supply certified payroll. So that will, one, even though some of the people at colleges will say that, of course, that a project that won't, it'll make sure that the underground economy doesn't live well in places where people send kids, in some cases, to $50,000 a year. So why would you cheat on your construction project when you're making that type of money? Yeah. So that's a big win. Now, the last piece was, and you've heard this, and this is, has a little twist, Joe, and you and I have had this discussion before because of a specific judge. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, well, th- th- this is the project. Okay, let me tell you what happened. Four Farfield, minutes, guys. Farfield, mm-hmm. big non-union contractor, okay, large group. It's, it's, since we started this, they've lost a lot of, you know, ability to do work in areas. Uh, what we did is we contested them on the misclassification of worker. What happens is on job sites where they would bid a job as an electrician, they would, 85% would be, they would misclassify. They would either flag person, labor, et cetera. And the, the opinions are well wrote. Well, we contested it. Uh, we, uh, we, we thought that we had this contract for cheating. We were well aware. We had people that came forward and said they were getting paid cash and things like that. Well, we contested it. But, well, we went to the government. The government said, nah, there ain't much we can do about it. Then we went to a judge named Judge Perkins after it was supposed to be a settlement conference. And uh, the judge, the uh, Contractor showed up with a big non-union uh, lawyer at, or and um, non-union law firm, and they opposed us. And the judge, we went all the way up to Allentown, and the judge said, "Well, John, we we thought we were going there to settle on a six hundred thousand dollar claim with some some legal fees." And the judge said, "No, I don't see any any uh, financial losses here." Well, we continued to push, push, push. And what happened very soon after that, the federal government said, hey, we're starting to agree with you. You know, we see fraud here. So fast forward, we contested this. We went to and we took it after a complete uh, argument and a complete gathering of information. We went through the court system. We went through, you know, Commonwealth Court. And we had a judge write an eight-point opinion and basically saying that there were eight charges where we were right. Well, of course, you know, they appealed it. We just had the Federal Court of Appeals in the 3rd District say that the judge's decision on all eight counts were right. And I, I don't know, when you total up all the money between that, the legal fees that we're going to get reimbursed are over a million dollars. There's another $400,000 that went to Local 98 for certain things, and there's back pay. You know, it's a multi-million dollar, maybe four and a half, five million dollar settlement. Okay. And that's a big week. That's a big well, week. That's a, that's, a big, that's a big career. That's not a big yeah. week. That's a big yeah. career. That, that, a career. Them cases are all going to put people to work and set precedent that ha- no no building trades in the country ever, ever has had a month like we just had. Now, the kicker and a more personal note, that same judge who said that case wasn't worth any money, mm-hmm. he signed nine months after he told me that case was not worth any money. Quote, unquote, he told me, Oh, you guys just be big boys. They'll go away. You go away. Okay? 
he signed the permits for the people to visit, not only myself, but about 12 other houses and union halls, okay, nine months later. And most recently I heard when I had a handful of guys with uh, AK-47s show up at my apartment in the morning, okay, he signed that permit also, even after the decision. And I'm still asking people, I wonder if he ever told anyone that he basically was in conflict with Local 98. But guess what? Thank God for the good other honest judges that are out there. Okay, we did really well. This was a great week. Okay, and we had some significant wins that are going to become the book wall for decades and lifetimes. Wow, what a great, Absolutely. what a great way to end the show, John Doherty. You are a fighter from morning to night, my friend. Well done. That's going to do it for tonight's special. What a special it was. Incredible. What a night. On behalf of our... What a way to cap the week off. After a week like that, a great show like tonight. On behalf of our gracious host, John Doherty. On behalf of Frank Keel for working overtime on this show. And on behalf of J-Doc. I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management.